yes, I want to teach my patient about this medication. I want to make sure I answer all of their questions, but I also want to make sure that they know I genuinely care about them as a person. I care that they're sick. I care that they haven't slept in two days because they have a sick child. You know, I care that their spouse was just diagnosed with terminal illness. I care that this sweet mama is picking up a depression medication and she is struggling. You know, first and foremost for me, it's always going to be about the person. And I think if we can just bring that genuine compassion and kindness and love to our patients, they feel God's love. I see my victory so clear. What is up, Fit Farm fam? Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, where we empower you to make a breakthrough and dispense your full potential. My name is Dr. Adam Martin, and I'm your host for the podcast. I've been a practicing full-time community pharmacist since I graduated pharmacy school back in 2012. I'm also a professional speaker, author, and lover of living life to the fullest. The Fit Pharmacist community exists to serve you to dispense your full potential by learning from our world-class guests on how to practically apply simple solutions to not only elevate your pharmacy career, but nail your nutrition, master your mindset, and fit fitness into pharmacy through simple solutions to guide you to live a fulfilled life with passion and purpose. Thank you for being here. Now let's dive into this week's new episode. You've heard me talk a lot about pharmacy. You've seen me post a lot about fitness, but what you haven't heard on the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare podcast is the crux that allows me to produce content to thrive and do all of these things in pharmacy and fitness. And that is faith. Faith is the cornerstone, the foundation of how I'm able to do all that I do. I owe everything that I produce, everything that I have created in my life to my faith in Jesus Christ. And I have not done an episode on this topic until now. That's why I'm really excited to introduce to you a fellow pharmacist and super passionate child of God, my good friend, Jennifer Bourgeois, who is a pharmacist with over 10 years experience as a community practicing pharmacist specialized with training in MTM services, immunization delivery, and diabetes care. In addition to pharmacy, actually before she started pharmacy, back in 2004, she got her BS in nutrition and dietetics from Louisiana Tech University. Later on in 2009, she got her PharmD from the University of Louisiana at Monroe. She is a wife, mother of two girls, and founder of A New View. Currently, she resides in McKinney, Texas, and enjoys hosting Story for His Glory, a Facebook-based ministry, and encourage other busy mamas to prioritize their health through her online health and wellness business. Dr. Jennifer, welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Absolutely. So wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to dive into this. 
because I've done over a hundred podcast episodes and I've, I've touched on this before, but I've never dedicated an entire episode to the topic of faith. And for you to be practicing as a community pharmacist that enjoys her job for over 10 years, for me to be a community pharmacist practicing community for eight years, both of us loving it, both of us working full time in that, that people might say like, oh, you've got to have Jesus to do that. And that's exactly why we're doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so I'm so excited to have you on and, and to talk about this super important topic because it's very rare, especially in our niche of pharmacy, to go for so long because there is a lot of stress. There is a lot of empathy that is required. And in order to do that, I think that if we rely on ourselves, we can end up short. And that's how I used to live my life for many years is it's, it's, you know, it's all me. I can do all things, da, da, da. But until I sacrificed my life and gave that to the glory of Jesus, that is when my whole life changed. My personal life, my business, my career, everything just went to a whole nother level that I never even thought was possible because it's not me doing it. I'll, all the things you guys see me do, all the awards, the international speaking, everything is not me. I am simply a vessel working from Jesus. That is it. I've got talent. I'm super weird. I'm authentic with my weirdness. And that is why people resonate with what I do because I'm a genuine dude that just, I've accepted my goofiness. I've accepted being a nerd and I love doing what I do, helping people along the way. And that's why I was so excited to meet you, my friend, because you are like the female counterpart of me with some more experience and some other amazing things going on that honestly, I'm going to be taking notes to learn from you. Um, so enough of me talking. <laughs> I want to kind of have people learn about who you are and, and just if you could share your journey because you started in nutrition and dietetics, then you went into pharmacy. And now you're leading other women, other moms in faith using social media, which is how you and I first connected. So please yes. give us a rundown of your amazing story. Yeah, thanks. Okay, so Adam, I remember when I started my career and um, you know, I was so excited. I was ready to change the world. Um, but what I really remember was that there were so many things that they did not teach me in school, right? Drive-through drive workflow, uh, insurance rejections, technician controversy. Like I can remember coming home, grabbing one of these books. I mean, I'm talking digging in. I'm like chapter, you know, I had it all tabbed. I'm thinking I must have missed that class that day, but it's got to be in this book. And what I quickly realized is the answer wasn't in the pharmacy book. Um, and the longer I practiced, the more I realized that I just continued to encounter these situations I didn't feel equipped to handle. And all jokes aside, it wasn't about drive-through workflow or insurance rejections, you know, what I was feeling you actually mentioned, it was the emotion of the stress and the chaos 
of retail pharmacy. And when I realized that the answer was in this book, my Bible, that is when everything became so much clearer to me. And I allowed the truth of the word to really start to work in my life. And therefore I saw that show up in my practice. Um, I'd love today, Adam, if I could, to just share a few of those truths with you that I feel like have really helped to breathe life into me throughout the journey. Absolutely. And, uh, so if you guys are listening to the audio version, definitely check out the YouTube version of this because we're going to be using props. We're going to be talking about things. So jump on that. But she pulled out the first book she mentioned was her clinical book. So that book that, you know, about 12 inches, which isn't the length, that's actually about the thickness. <laughs> so that might've been when uh, Jen first got into weightlifting was picking that book up because that's, <laughs> that's probably a good 15 pounds. <laughs> but it's funny. And I want to talk on that real quick because uh, as you guys know, I'm an avid reader. I love to learn. And I would always ask for recommendations. And my dad, who's a missionary and one of the founding people who got me into my relationship with Jesus, he would always say, well, you should just read the best book of all time. Bestseller since the dawn of time. I'm like, oh, what's that? It's like the Bible. And he's right. It's true. But I didn't really accept that until I was at a place where I could accept that. So I just want to set the tone that that was a place that I came to as well, that we, we want to learn, we want to grow, we want, we want a great mentor. So what better person to mentor and scope your life after than a flawless being that is why we're here, our creator. So I resonate exactly with what you said. And absolutely, I'd be honored to hear uh, what specific scriptures resonated with you in your journey to elevate your life and career. Yeah. So in the beginning, um, you know, I feel like that you can absolutely relate to this, but so many of us start out in pharmacy and we feel called to serve in this profession. Um, we go to school, we complete our training, um, and we accept the job that fits us out of school. But, you know, I don't know if we are all um, completely clear on our gifting. And in First Peter, you know, it reminds us that God has gifted each of us special gifts. He has this variety of gifts, right? And he's given you special gifts. He's given me special gifts. He's given Maria and John. He's given us all different things. And it goes on to challenge us to say, use the gifts well to serve others. But I think so often we jump into pharmacy and we haven't really gotten clear on our gifting. We haven't really allowed ourselves to identify what is it that we are really good at that will allow us to be a great pharmacist. And wouldn't you agree, Adam, that if you can find a job that allows you to use your gifts, don't you think it's so much more fulfilling? Absolutely, because you're accepting who you are rather than trying to be someone else. And uh, I remember my parents really wanted to get me involved when I was younger in like elementary school. So they'd be like, oh, you know, join the baseball team, join the soccer team. Yo, I sucked so bad to the point <laughs> where like my dad had to brought true story. So this is like no shame story time. My dad had to bribe me. He's like, I'll give you $10 if you can hit the ball when they pitch it to you and you're up at bat. True story. I was that bad. 
And I would say like, I would start falling in that trap of comparison. Like, why am I not coordinated? Everyone else, da, da, da. I can't, da, da, da. And I fell in that trap of comparison. Coordination is not one of my gifts. So it's silly, but we all do it. Myself included, I still fall into this. But how many of us compare what our gifts are to other people's gifts? We don't have everything. And it's not that you have all these, these options, but you have these talents that you can become really good at. You can own those and take your natural talent and adapt that because that's what you were created to do. So that's kind of my key advice is find out what those are and hone those, develop those, get mentors to really use your gift and have that developed so you can use it to serve others. And exactly what you said, Jen, once you come into doing that, you can feel fulfilled. You can feel like you have a purpose because you do. And once you find that and develop it, it not only will help you feel fulfilled, but will empower you to fulfill others by using the gift you were given. So amen. yes, amen. Amen. Yes, you said it so perfectly. And I think, you know, just encouraging the pharmacists that are coming up behind us, but also pharmacists that maybe feel like they're at a place and they're questioning, you know, is this where I'm supposed to be? Is this the best fit for me? You know, really get clear on your gifts and take some time, you know, to um, like Adam, you were saying, I also enjoy personal development. There's so many great personal development books out there that allow you to kind of walk through their journey of um, identifying your gifts. And then once you know what those gifts are, you can really start to look at the many careers in pharmacy that are out there and find the one that fits you and allows you to really serve and give back. Yes, absolutely. And I think what you said really hits perfect to my, my transformation is for years I focused on doing personal development and I still do. But the thing I was missing was I didn't dive deep into soul development. And until mm -hmm. I really dove into the Bible and getting in a Bible study and not just reading it, but, but asking, how can I implement this? I'm learning this stuff. How can I implement this? Not just at church on Sunday, but how can I make this a daily ritual? How can I allow faith not to be like a separate priority where I just check it off a list? Like I went to the gym, check. I went to church, check. I want to work check. How can I make faith central to all priorities? Faith yes. at the gym, faith at work, faith wherever you are in life. How can you incorporate that in every priority you have? That's when my life changed. So I yes, know. I love what you said. Yes, and that perfectly kind of um, segues into my second point that I feel like has really um, allowed me to kind of up level my pharmacist game, if you will. Um, it's love one another, yeah. you know, and I, that verse is, or that um, is so important. I, I didn't know this, but in my research, Jesus actually said love one another four times just in the book of John. That's how important it is that we love one another. And I feel like that it's, easy to identify ways to love ourselves, to love our kids, to love our brothers, sisters, mom, dad, you know, those roles are really clear, but how do we show love 
um, in the pharmacy, not just to our coworkers, but also to our patients. And, um, and so kind of what that has looked like to me over the years, how do I um, love my patients? Um, the first way I feel like is just to make sure that I always put them first. So making it about the patient. And Adam, you know as well as I do, if our patients could see what was going on on the back counter, oh my word, organized chaos, right? Yep. Baskets and receipts and vials and bottles. It is a train wreck, um, to say the least. And so I think if we can just take our focus from that, and really point it to the front counter and really just stay and focus on our patient, um, what's important to them, how can we best serve them. I think that that is one way that we can really show love. That's an excellent point. Instead of focusing on what you're doing, shift your focus to who you're doing it for. And that Absolutely. makes a huge impact. A huge impact, absolutely. And just to always showing them that we care. I think so often in pharmacy, because it is fast paced and we are busy and we are serving a lot of patients in a short amount of time, um, sometimes we get distracted and we don't always show them that we care. And so just making sure when I go to front, to provide education on a new prescription that yes, I want to teach my patient about this medication. I want to make sure I answer all of their questions, but I also want to make sure that they know I genuinely care about them as a person. I care that they're sick. I care that they haven't slept in two days because they have a sick child. You know, I care that their spouse was just diagnosed with terminal illness. I care that this sweet mama is picking up a depression medication and she is struggling. You know, first and foremost for me, it's always going to be about the person. And I think if we can just bring that genuine compassion and kindness and love to our patients, they feel God's love. That is excellent advice. And some of the listeners might be thinking, yes, that's easy to do when they're nice to you, but what about when people are being short with you, they're asking, you know, how long is the wait? And you say 15 minutes and they go, oh, how ridiculous. Or they're just not in a nice state of mind how do you recommend staying in tune with that, that you're here to be a giver of care and to really show them compassion and love in all situations, not just conditional, meaning that if they're nice, you'll be nice, but being loving in all situations, not accepting abuse. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is how have you found a way to approach people that might not be in the best state of mind. They might be just really hurting and you still mm -hmm. show up as a compassionate giver of care. How mm -hmm. can you give suggestions to people listening that face those situations and still show up? Absolutely. That is a great question. I think that is our ultimate test as, um, as believers uh, is that God doesn't say, 
love only those people who love us. He says, love everyone. Um, and especially, you know, he's even clear in there, love your enemies. Um, and so I always, when I have a, a patient, a customer who um, is not in a good place, I feel like that God is asking me to show up even more because that person needs more love and needs us to show them more kindness and compassion and the people who aren't in a bad place. And so, um, you know, it is a challenge and I won't um, pretend that I always get it right at all. But I think like you said in the beginning, Adam, just being a pharmacist and bringing my faith to work with me, it really allows me to to show up in those moments and to have that composure I need because it's really not of me. It's really God giving me that strength and that patience and the words that I need in that moment to kind of put the fire out with that person because so often, and you know this, people just want to be heard. And um, sometimes if we just listen to their um, complaint or, or their need in the moment, sometimes they just want to be heard. So if we just hear them out and we just let them know that we have heard their request and that we will do our best to accommodate them where they are, sometimes that that's good enough. But yeah, just really always, um, just always showing up at the counter, you know, sometimes it takes me a minute. Like if I, if I see the, um, the, the unhappiness ahead, I can just take a second to just, okay, God be with me as I'm walking up there, you know, give me the word, give me the patience, um, that I need because I, it's not of me. I can tell you. Um, but you know, my coworkers, they jokingly call me uh, the firefighter because I'm really good <laughs> at putting out flames. <laughs> I love so, that. Um, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, and I, and I think it is, I kind of do look at it um, as not a challenge in that way, but just that I do feel like that I am equipped to handle those people sometimes. Absolutely. With so much emphasis given to the necessary educational requirements demanded in pharmacy school, it's critical now more than ever to address the biggest complaint new grad pharmacists express that they were never taught how to be pharmacists. Focusing on transitions from pharmacy school to a licensed pharmacist that will make or break your career, strategies for how you can grow your influence, and how self-care influences your outcomes, I have teamed up with fellow pharmacist Dr. Edwin Adams and with our combined professional experience of over 30 years in pharmacy, we have created a webinar to help you script your dream career. What we have learned, we are now ready to share with you in this webinar. There is no fee to join, so take action right now to build your brand, increase your influence, and dispense your full potential. Click the link in the show notes to sign up and register. One thing I want to reiterate is the Christian life is not an easy life. You will be tested daily. And even to points where you say, like, why is this happening to me? And that thought is actually what changed my life and my perception mm -hmm. of these, quote, challenges to where if you're hearing this, you're like, oh, yeah, yesterday was so terrible. Why do these things always happen to me? Why do I always have to deal with these kinds of people in quotes. And when you, you can look at it two ways, you can definitely look at that and ask those questions, or you can realize 
that there are no coincidences in life. Literally, and this is one of the biggest truths that I really believe, God brings people into your life to either have them teach you something or allow mm -hmm. you to teach them something. This mm -hmm. podcast is a perfect example. This was no accident that we met. Uh, <laughs> and this is a whole other tangent, like the, the connections that we have without even knowing it until we started talking just blows my mind. But if you instead see someone, you see someone that's in a painful situation, they're not being the kindest to you or around in the pharmacy, ask yourself and, and just stop yourself and say, hey, there's no coincidences. Not, ask your, not, not asking, you know, why me? Why do I have to deal with these people? Instead, mm -hmm. ask, hey, there's no coincidences. How is this mm -hmm. happening for me? Is this an opportunity for someone to show me something or for me to give kindness and compassion to someone that's in pain, someone that feels alone, someone that feels unheard, and may have got tossed around in the healthcare system? Is this their opportunity to be seen as a person, as an individual, mm -hmm. rather than just a number and someone else that's just in their workflow? So if mm -hmm. you approach it like that, and, and by the way, this is not easy at all. I am mm -hmm. not perfect at this. I have a Same. lot of room for improvement. But Same. if you are intentional and you seek these things, as how can I help this person? How can I use my growth, my process to meet them mm -hmm. where they are and just mm -hmm. show them compassion? That's it. Just That's allow it. them to be seen and feel heard. Not to mm -hmm. make them smile when they leave, that'd be a great outcome. But don't tie your intention to their outcome because you probably will be disappointed. Instead, tie it to the intention that you just want to show up for them so that they feel that. And if you do this, it will change not just your life, but your whole practice. And similar to your firefighter story, uh, you, you all can ask my text. I tell them all, if anyone starts raising their voice or getting short with you, or you just don't like how they're talking to you, immediately stop and say, hey, I'm going to get the pharmacist. He's going to help you like right now, okay? I literally tell all my texts all of the issues, all the situations, all the things that are, you know, getting out of control, get me right away. I just feel that is part of my job is to, and, and actually it is, but I feel called to meet people. That's one of my gifts is to identify pain that people are feeling and allow them to feel that compassion, locking eyes with them and just having a simple conversation. And by the way, that conversation might be you not talking at all and just listening to them, mm -hmm. allowing them to feel acknowledged and just locking eyes in that moment. And it can be mm -hmm. as simple as that. So mm -hmm. agree a hundred percent with, uh, with you. We should get, <laughs> we should get firefighter shirts or something. <laughs> yes, definitely. That's happening. <laughs> no, but that's excellent advice. And I just want to echo that because that's something yeah. that I do in my practice as well. It's very important for us to do that. Um, and so the last thing I want to share, which I feel like that this verse is going to really resonate with you, um, is from Matthew, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise God. And I know, Adam, that is exactly, you said that in the very first few minutes today, um, that you give all glory to God through 
everything that you've accomplished in your pharmacy profession. And it's so important because he has given us incredible opportunities. Um, and especially at, at the pharmacy counter, you know, he's going to continue, just like you said, to bring specific people to us, whether they're there to bless us or we're there to bless them. Um, the opportunity is just so, so unique for us in pharmacy that we have, um, we have this valuable knowledge that we need to impart to our patients. We need to teach them about their medication. It's so, so important. Um, but you know, I laugh and I say, um, Stephanie tastes best when served with love, compassion, and kindness. Um, but it, it's just so true that, you know, there are lots of pharmacists out there. There are lots of community pharmacists. And um, in order to really set yourself apart, it by, you know, shining God's love and shining his light, like you look different. You know, you really do set yourself apart as a pharmacist because you are doing things differently than other pharmacists are. And people recognize that and they appreciate that more than you know. They appreciate the love and the kindness and the humility and the patience that you serve them when you're dispensing their medication. I mean, I joke about the OmniSeph serve with love, but you know, you guys get it. It's, yeah. it's just being, it's going that step further and it's not about me and it's not about you, you know, personally, it's not about us as a pharmacist. It's just about us being the vessel. Like you said earlier, being the vessel to just really carry God's love um, to our patients. And that's, you know, I, Every day I, I do ask God to give me an opportunity that day. Like, how can I serve? You know, please um, allow me a situation that, that I can serve. And like you said, Adam, it's not always easy. Um, I fail forward daily. Um, but I do, I do always ask him for those opportunities. And I try to take advantage as much as I can. Absolutely. And what you said about being a light for others uh, it reminds me of a really powerful verse in Luke. So I'm going to piggyback off of your scripture and share okay. this from Luke because so many people feel like this. So I'm just going to read this quick. No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under mm -hmm. a bed. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those who come in can see mm -hmm. the light. And that is exactly why I wanted to do this podcast with you guys and yes. allow you all to hear this because I genuinely believe that every single one of you has a gift. I know that to be true. You might think that your gift or what you're good at is insignificant or you wish you had other gifts, but I guarantee you, you have that talent. You have that mm -hmm. gift for a purpose on purpose. And if you hide it away and stay silent, it is serving nobody, not even yourself. But if you choose to develop that and share it with other people, you will be a guiding light fueled by God to help them find their mm -hmm. own light. And that concept is exactly why I wanted to do this podcast, because that is something that Jennifer and I have accepted and we're growing to do. And from that, we have helped a lot of people 
find their light, find their why, and from that have guided them to do that with others. So my goal for this podcast was not only to bring in how essential faith is in pharmacy if you want to create a lasting career of impact for Mm -hmm. others, which is the main reason many of us got into this profession in the first place, but to give you hope and hopefully realize that just because you're, quote, not there yet or, quote, don't have X number of followers or, quote, aren't doing fill in the blank doesn't mean that it's too late doesn't mean that just because your gift isn't the same as someone else's gift that you can't make an impact because yes, you can. And I want to challenge you to really find what that light is. And a lot of times we're blind to our own greatness. So if you're, if you're thinking about this, I'd challenge you to ask your close friends and family, what is something that I'm good at? And you can either ask them directly or think back to compliments that you've got in your past. Like, oh, you're so good at writing, or you're such an inspirational speaker, or whatever that is. What your gift is, others pick up on very quickly because it's natural. It's something that you may not even realize you're good at, but others can see it. Others can see things in you a lot better than yourself. How many of you are great at giving advice, but hard at taking it yourself, right? (laughs) Same kind of concept. So that's the purpose of this is is for you to realize that, yes, you actually do have a gift. And if you don't know what that is yet, my challenge for you is to find what that is and share it because you do have a light. And if you aren't sharing that, you are essentially having that light in a clay jar or under a bed when it can be and should be on a stand, not for your own glory, but for his glory because he gave it to you on purpose for a purpose to allow others to see their light too. So that's uh, really what I wanted to, to share with you guys. And I think everything that Jennifer said are, are great points for you to think about because there are things you can put into your practice, not just in your pharmacy career, but in your family life, in your relationships, in all areas of your life. And once you do that, you're going to see a lot more fulfillment, a lot more feeling of purpose, and a lot more excitement. And people, this is honestly the number one question that I get. Dude, what do you take? That's literally the number one question I get all the time. Dude, you've got energy all the time. You're like always positive, da, 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 which isn't true. We all have our days. But it's not me. That's what I'm saying. It's not me. It's me realizing my gifts that were given to me by Jesus and developing those so that I can share them with other people. And I know not everyone resonate with this message, but if you're this deep into the podcast still listening, I appreciate you. And this message was made for you. And that's one thing you have to understand. Your purpose, your passion is not going to make everybody happy. It will actually tick some people off and you have to accept that that's okay. But if you're this deep in the podcast, This was for you. You were meant to hear this. Like Jennifer and I said in the beginning of this podcast, nothing is a coincidence. There is purpose for everything and for everyone. And if you're still listening to this, you were meant to hear this message. So that's what I wanted to kind of tie this back into and just, just tell you like, 
Jennifer and I aren't people that just graduated last week and we're like, yay, we're excited. <laughs> She's been doing this over 10 years. I've been doing this over eight years. I run several businesses and a bunch of other stuff and I live almost an hour away one way. So it's not like I've got it easy. She's a <laughs> mom and has kids and does all this other stuff. So it's not like we have it easy and it's quote easy for us to say. We're in the trenches with y'all. That's why this message is so important because we're real people like you. We have struggles. We have people cuss us out. We have texts that don't show up. We have bad stories, but we still show up because we ask ourselves, how is this situation meant for me to make it better? And if you ask that question, you will find that answer. The quality of the questions you ask will determine the quality of the life that you live. And the mm -hmm. only person that can choose which questions to ask is you. So I hope that this gives you something to think about and dive into on several levels in your life because that's why this podcast exists, guys. It's talking about deep issues. It's talking about things that we all face in pharmacy, but not many people talk about. And that's why I created this, to bring the light to the issues of darkness that we face because once you bring it out of the darkness that's when we can shine light on it learn from it grow from it and help other people to do that too um if you're listening to this uh you heard jennifer talk about a lot of realizations that she's had in pharmacy that she wasn't taught in school and i've heard this complaint from several hundred actually several thousand uh, pharmacists and students that I've met over the years, which is why I created a very special webinar with actually a mutual friend that we didn't know was a mutual friend until after we started talking. Again, coincidence, but I created a, a webinar with my good friend, Dr. Edwin Adams, literally called What They Don't Teach You in Pharmacy School. We dive into things just like this, the stuff that people aren't talking about, but everyone faces, the stuff that you don't realize that you're going to struggle with until you're out in the deep water on your own and your license is on the line. We walk you through all of these types of things. It's free to join the webinar. If you're listening to this, you like the content and you want to dive deeper, that's exactly what the webinar is about. There is a link in the show notes below so that you can sign up. It is free to register, but we created this to help you guys find that. And it's, it's not just for students. It's not just for new grads. If you want to really dive deep in your career to a point where you find your light and are able to shine that for others, that's why we created that webinar. So that's my challenge to you is to think about that and see, is there a place that I can dive deeper? Is there something that I can grow in? And guys, I like me asking that question myself, absolutely. I do not feel like I've made it. What I do feel is I have a long way to go and it's not me. It's, there's nothing, there's no such thing as self-made. That is a lie. Not one person has got anywhere successful without a group of people behind them and around them. And you can't do it alone. That's why leaning on Jesus is such a powerful thing that you can do. And I really recommend that you just find a group that can help you in that journey. Because I ain't no preacher, all right? I'm not ordained, none of that. I've got a long way to go. I am far from perfection, but I am committed to making progress. 
That's why I don't just go to church. I dive deep into the Bible in my daily devotion every single morning. I have a Bible study group. I surround myself with people much, much wiser than me because I've got a lot to learn. And I don't try to do it by myself. I hook uh, up with people in my Bible study and I connect with people that are farther along in their spiritual journey than I am, like Jennifer, to share these things and help you guys get that too. So I, that's just, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end my, my soapbox talk right there. <laughs> my TED talk ends now. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to really reiterate that and, and let you know that if you're still listening to this, this was meant for you. This is not an accident, okay? So that, that's my, my final word. And uh, Jennifer, I just want to invite you in and uh, see if there's anything else that you wanted to touch on or any, any points you wanted to hone in on that. No, I appreciate you having me, Adam. You, you nailed everything so well. You speak so well. That is your gift. Definitely one of your gifts. Um, but just thank you for kind of stepping out in pharmacy and, you know, starting the podcast and starting the movement for other pharmacists to, to join you. And I'm excited about the webinar. I can't wait to jump in and learn more from you guys. Oh, thank you so much. It is my pleasure. So guys, this is Dr. Adam Martin signing off of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast with the Dr. Jennifer Bourgeois. Go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. Thank you so much for listening through to the end of that episode. I hope you're going to share this all across social media. Let people know that you're subscribed to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Let me know. Post it. Tell me how it's impacted your pharmacy career and life. I would love to see your thoughts. I can't wait for this amazing and passionate community we're creating of leaders in healthcare. You're now a part of the movement, a part of the family. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to share the next episode with you.